1: Hey, it's Elaine Starling, and I am so thrilled to have you join me today. You know, I bring just the best people to chat with us, right? Well, Martin Salama is known as the architect of the warrior's life code. He specializes in helping people who are frustrated in their life quickly shift their mindset to uncover their own greatness so they can live their true potential and enjoy their life. What a concept. You're supposed to love your life. Well, an example of something that Martin has been able to achieve, he had a client like Roberta who lost her six-figure job due to COVID. She came to Martin really depressed. She felt totally lost, completely turned around. But within a really short time, she had a quote, direction, focus, and renewed energy around all the possibilities she could pursue, and getting back on track to enjoy life. That simple message was that anchor, that focal point that Roberta needed to completely shift things for her. I love that Martin is so dedicated to helping us all live our best lives. Martin, welcome to the Abundance Journey.
2: Thank you so much, Elaine. I am so honored to be here with you.
1: Oh, I love hanging out with you. It's always We've been friends
2: for almost a year now, and I love everything about you. When I saw your TEDx, I loved it so much, I shared it with my audience because it was such a beautiful message.
1: I really appreciate that. That is awesome. Well, obviously, what you're doing is truly transformational for people. Why are you so passionate about helping
2: people uncover their own greatness? Well... So, as you said, I'm known as the architect of the warrior's life code, and the word life is what it's all about. It's live incredibly full every day. Okay? So, I'm so passionate about it because so for so many years, I had lived in a different type of a mindset. I lived in that mindset of being a people pleaser, which came from a tragedy when I was a child. And it carried on for the next 40 years. And with that people pleaser mentality came things of I took things personally. I had a short temper. I was a control freak. And as with most people pleasers, I needed the recognition for all the things I was doing. I wanted to somebody started pat me on the back and say, you're great. You're the best. You deserve to be the king of the world. And when I didn't get it, I was depressed. I was down. I was like, I did everything I was supposed to do. Why isn't everybody loving me? You know, so yeah. I finally, after many things going through many ups and downs in my life, uh, I got to a point where it was, I was at a low point. Uh, 2008, I lost everything financially. A year plus later, my wife uh, asked for a divorce on our 24th wedding anniversary. Uh, you can imagine, I was like, uh, what was going through my head is, why is everything happening to me? But I'd already just made a decision right before that, that I wanted to do something different in my life. And I noticed that I was a life coach that wasn't getting paid to be a life coach, because what I was doing was I was involved in community events, and I was a leader. And as a leader, people come and say, I don't know what I can do. I said, just give me a little time. I'll show you what you can do. And you pull out their potential, and you show them how great they can be. I was like, "Okay, that's what I'll do. And then my wife hit me with the divorce, and I was like, now what? I decided I'm going anyway. And they gave me a bunch of books to read. And one of them, and they said, read a couple of them. And I read The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Love that book. And when I read number two, don't take anything personally, I was like, what? You mean I don't have to have the world on my shoulders? When someone calls me an idiot, it's not about me. It might be about them. I don't have to accept what everybody's saying about me. And I I learned a quote from uh, uh, Eleanor Roosevelt. Uh, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Yeah. Started so to internalize all that stuff as I was going through my divorce, as I was going through life coaching. And I think God had a had a sense of humor. He put me through life coaching while I was going through divorce. <laughs>
1: Well, that was perfect timing because that's when you really exactly. needed the support. That's brilliant. Exactly. I so love you and I
2: laughed together. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's
1: so ironic. Wow. What an incredible experience. And obviously, now you're helping hundreds of people every year, thousands of people transition into a completely different kind of experience about
2: life. Right. That's amazing. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. It's become my life work to touch as many people as possible, understand that they have the power within.
1: Oh, that's so important. That is so important. And we're so aligned in all these different ways, Martin, but we're talking about the abundance journey here. And so we always have to take some time to define what does abundance really mean to you, especially given the work that you do and the kind of abundance you create with your clients.
2: All right, You know, Elaine, since I know you a, a little bit, I know that you're a religious person, that you have a spiritual part to you, a, a great spiritual part to you. And it's my religion as an Orthodox Jew that comes into play here. So there's a story in the Bible, in, and it talks about uh, two brothers, Jacob and Asaph, as we say it in Hebrew. And, you know, they fought for most of their lives to the point that Jacob even. Tricked his father to giving him the blessings that he was, that he thought he was supposed to have. And after that, Asaph said, I'm going to kill this guy. (laughs) And he ran away for 20 years, went to his, what ended up being his father in law's house of Lot, met his wives, four wives, had 11 children, and became very successful through many trials and tribulations with Lot. But then one day, God told him it's time to go home. So he decided to go home. But there was a part of him that was afraid about what was going to happen. Because he knew that his brother was still, he thought that his brother still wanted to kill him. So as he's going, he finds out that his brother's on his way to meet him with 400 men. Right. So the night before, (laughs) he takes his family over this river, and he goes back to get some little jars. And while he's there, an angel comes down and has a fight with him. And at the end of the fight, they're fighting for hours. It's just a man. We don't know that it's an angel. They call him a man in the Torah. He he says, uh, as they're finishing, he goes, you know, they realize the fight's just never going to end. So he says to him, you know, he's giving up the angel, and he says, well, give me a blessing. Before he does, he injures him in his leg and he gives him a blessing and he gives him the name Israel that's when he gets the name Israel and i look at that now as i realize he was having an internal struggle with himself about meeting his brother and he needed to fight with the demons within about what he had done and make plan make make peace with it and by giving him the name Israel it made that he was going to be the father of the nation right so the next day he starts sending camps of people his first, you know, one of his uh, concubine wives with their children with gifts to Esau to saying, here's gifts for you. And then the other one. And then has why, kept on sending these things. And finally he comes up to him. And Esau is like worn down by now. He comes and he gives him a big hug. Right? And he says, wow, I'm so excited to see you. It's been 20 years. I love you. Thank you for all these gifts. I have so much. I have a lot. And, jo- and Jacob says to him, it's okay, I have everything. And right there is the difference. Yeah, Esau saying, I have a lot, means I'm taking everything you got me, give me, and I want as much more. And Jacob says, I have everything I need, and if I need more, God will provide. So to me, that's where the difference in lack and abundance is. Do yeah. you have a lot, or do you have everything? Oh,
1: that's so profound, Martin. That is so profound because it is truly within all of the riches that we seek are already inside us. And you know, it's really funny. I have this conversation with my clients all the time. You know, do you really think that the divine that God is showing you a beautiful house and a beautiful car and a wonderful relationship and all this stuff and going neither, 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 you can't have it. No, that is not. The whole point, the whole point, have you ever seen uh, young parents who have a pre-verbal baby? Have you seen the way they react? Honey, do you want your bottle? Do you want your toy? Do you want, (laughs) what do you want, honey? I'm here to help you out. What do you want, right? So when you can own, this is who I want to be, right? That's what God is asking you. Who do yes. you truly want to be? And how do you want to show up in the world? And right. what kind of a difference do you want to make in the world? That is the ultimate abundance. And you create yeah. it in concert with, in partnership yeah. with, the God, with God, with the divine. 100%. Yeah, I, I,
2: God, I love where you're going with this. <laughs> it's so funny how you talked about a baby because a couple of weeks ago I was having a conversation with my daughter about her one-year-old who couldn't speak, but he wanted something and he kept on. He wanted to watch something on TV, and she couldn't find it. Finally, he grabs the remote from her and starts changing the channels on his own.
1: (laughs) They start early these days. They really do. It's really funny. My nephew took a long time to learn how to speak, and instead, he could snap
2: his fingers. And he was just like, yep. For me, my mother said I didn't start talking until three, and I haven't stopped since. There we go. There we go.
1: There we go. Well, you know, it's really interesting, Martin, because we all struggle with this. And what I find that's that's such a challenge for all of us is that something has to change internally. Our external world is always a reflection of what's happening inside. So yeah. with all of the experience that you've had and the personal shifts that you've experienced also, what do you think really has to change inside us before we are ready to welcome in that kind of all-encompassing abundance and be the abundance we
2: are. You know, I love that you asked that question and as I'm thinking about the answer, it makes me think of something that for many years I didn't understand the word. And the word is surrender to God. Right? To me, growing up the word surrender means okay, you're under arrest, surrender. Right? Or you're in a fight with the you're, you know, it's a, it's an it's a it's a battle and mm-hmm. one One uh, country has to surrender to the other country. It's an I give up, right? right?
1: A lot of people think that's the definition, and words are really powerful.
2: Yeah. They really are. Yeah. But now I understand the word to surrender is give it to God. Yes. Give it to God. And if you're not sure, the answer will come to you. And it's about also understanding how the answer comes to you. You have to be ready to accept the opportunities and don't take them as a coincidence. That
1: is so true. That is so true. It's funny because the analogy that comes to me is that you're running a three-legged race. Do you remember being a little kid and you yep. partnered up with another kid and yep. two of your legs are tied together and then you have to try to run for the, de- for the finish line, right? And you've yep. got to coordinate your legs, but you're not used to running with somebody else right up yep. against you and you trip each other and you fall down and it's a lot of fun. Well, you are running a three-legged race with the divine, with oh God. My God. I love it. And when you try to do everything and be in charge, because the human mind loves order and structure and logic and rationale and steps and control, control is a biggie. Definitely, we want to stay in control. And so when we have that kind of perspective, it's like we're trying to drag the divine behind us as we run this (laughs) three-legged race. And that's a heck of a lot of work. And no wonder it's so frustrating and overwhelming. So when we learn how to partner with the divine and collaborate with the divine, because exactly. the divine wants you to be successful. That's the divine right. wants you to really enjoy your life and love your life. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, when you start doing that, you take a big leap and the divine scoops you up and takes you all the way across
2: the continent. Right, right? exactly. And if you use that that three-legged uh, three-legged race as an idea, when you're starting the race, One of you has to surrender to the other and say, yes, let's decide who's in charge and let's decide which leg is going to be the charge. So it's the same thing with God. And you go, I am already deciding you're in charge. So I'll follow and our legs will be tied together. And then I'll use my other leg to continue moving forward. Absolutely. And the thing that's so powerful about that, I
1: know you've experienced this too, Martin. You know, you have a destination in mind. You've got that deadline, right? That, uh, That finish line that you're trying to hit. And the divine has a much bigger plan for you than anything you could ever imagine. So right. when you, yes, you go the course and you are taking action towards that finish line, with the understanding and the delight that it might not look like a straight line because the divine is setting you up for something much, much bigger
2: than what yes. you originally thought of. Hundred percent, I agree yeah. with you. I can't. I, it's it's so true because it's so ingrained in my in me that it's ingrained in my coaching program as well. So I love it. Yeah. So
1: one of the challenges that I think we all deal with is we would love to have the magic answer yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't work that way. Does it? It's never worked that way for me. There's always these little baby steps that happen that allow us to understand that we're making progress. So what are some baby steps that you would have us do? that can help us really own our own greatness and step into the abundance that we are.
2: Okay, so I'm so glad you asked. I've just recently come up with a card deck oh. and it's called the Warrior to Warrior Card Deck. For If you're listening out there, Warrior with an O to Warrior with an A, just in case my Brooklyn accent screws that up. <laughs> <laughs> and in there is a set of cards that addresses exactly what you're talking about, and it actually feeds into what we were just talking about. And I call it the cycle of A's. Okay? But I got to put my glasses on. (laughs) And I want you to first see, you see there's a cycle on the back. Yes, I do. So I'm going to read this. The cycle of A's. Each step in the cycle feeds into and reinforces the next step. Okay? Tip. Practice being at peace with everything that happens. This doesn't mean sit on the couch and let life happen as it happens. It means letting go of thinking of the things that happen are good or bad. Instead, understand that everything is happening for a reason and moving you forward toward where you desire to go. Okay? So that's card number one. There's only three cards. So the next card is ask. A. Three A's. Ask for what you want. Ask the universe, God, or your higher power for what you want. This is where the concept of the law of attraction comes into play. Its definition is, I attract to my life whatever I give my energy, focus, and attention to, whether wanted or unwanted. Even if you've never heard or may not fully understand the law of attraction, you're still living by its laws. It's a universal law that operates in our lives every minute of every day. Then comes act, take action. That's the next A. Take action to move in the direction of what you want. Start doing things to move forward. What you're asking for, towards what you're asking for. Get out of your comfort zone, so you're moving in the direction of your goal. In this sense, basic. In this, this is the basic sense of law of attraction. This is where the foundation is of asking for what you want is not enough. Yeah, being actively creating. Instead of passively manifesting. Manifestation means expecting something to happen just because you asked without any effort on your part. This This creates a situation where you lose faith and give up when things don't happen. Blaming it on the fact that the law of attraction doesn't work. Instead, act to create the life you want. And then the third card is probably the most important. It's called Attitude. Attitude is the most difficult step of the cycle. It's hardwired into your nature to have emotion about any outcome. The more emotion and attention you put to the outcome, the more lack you display. The more lack displayed, the more what you want will elude you, creating a vicious cycle keeping you from the future you are are wanting to create. By not getting emotionally attached, you'll see the good that results from the bad things that happened. It's the universe giving you the necessary course correction to your goal. Anything good or bad that happens is magic that you manifest and, more importantly, create in your life, both good and bad. Your attitude and mindset towards what you want determine the outcome.
1: Oh, wow. I love that. Ask, act, and your attitude. I am definitely going to get a deck of your cards, Martin, because that's really profound. And I love Oracle cards. I love being able to pull cards. And it just is a great reminder, a refresher of how are you showing up and how are you responding to what's showing up? Because one of the things that I've been guided to is there's three key messages, whatever happens, whether you normally would label it good or bad, there's three things that happen. First of all, you're being invited to practice what you know. And we all know what we should be doing, right? We all know yeah, yeah, how to yeah. show up as our higher selves and there are times when we don't really want to. But we have we are given lots of opportunities to practice. Number 1 is practice. Number 2 is perspective. Because sometimes we have an opportunity to get a perspective shift. And instead of looking at that problem person Mm -hmm. in the same old way, and instead we see the potential within them, it opens us up to so much more possibility, right? So we're being invited to practice, get a new perspective and focus on our progress. That's the third thing that we're given is progress because you aren't supposed to get so wrapped around the axle, but I don't have my New York times bestselling book yet. So I'm a failure now, honey, you've been working on the outline. You've lined up an editor. You look at the baby steps that you're following that make all the difference. You want to celebrate your progress.
2: Right. God, I love chatting with you, Martin. You're just- and by the way, you can say, I don't have my New Yorkside bestseller. If you haven't written a word. Right. Where's the right. action? Where's the action? Exactly. Exactly. So I, I
1: love where you're coming from because you approach abundance similarly to me, but in a totally different way with different words. And right. words have so much incredible
2: power. Yeah. You know, and the words you use affect other people absolutely it might affect me we don't know who's going to take what i'm saying and saying oh i like what he's saying in the meantime elaine's been saying it to me for years and i'm not getting it but now that he said it I <laughs> all get right it, vice versa. right you know it's so interesting When I came out of
1: my stroke, and I really wanted that connection with the divine again, that intense connection, and everything I read said, you just have to allow it, you just Mm -hmm. have to open up and allow it. And I was allowing my little heart out. And yeah, I'd get occasional, you know, downloads and stuff, which was great. But it wasn't that all encompassing Niagara Falls downloads of nonstop. And that's what I wanted. And so when I finally stopped and said, why isn't this allowing thing working for me? I immediately got the message. What's the image that comes to mind when you think of the word allow and no two people have the same reaction to the same words. So your reaction might be different from mine, but I immediately saw myself behind a door with a chain on the door and I'm peeking out the door at the divine and I'm scared to death because I can't control the divine. And I don't know what's coming. And I'm like, oh, that means allow is a mind-based word for me. It's a very human-oriented word for me. I need a word that's much more heart-centered because I know I can connect with the divine at a much deeper level if I come from my heart instead of from my mind. So I had to think about it. And I finally realized that my word that really illustrates the kind of relationship that I want to have with the divine is welcoming. I welcome wow. the divine. I welcome abundance. I welcome awesome conversations with fabulous people like Martin. <laughs> I welcome it because I don't need to control it. And as right. soon as I started welcoming, I took the door off the hinges and chucked that door. It just doesn't need to be in my life anymore. So, yeah, words have incredible power and yep. words have totally different meanings to the people you're speaking with. Mm-hmm. So, you have to be sensitive to that too that They'll interpret it differently. And that's, that's right. okay.
2: And you know, when you were going through that process, the word that came to me for allow is accept. Yes. Yeah. Which is so much more than allow.
1: Absolutely. You're being given a gift. Yeah. And only you can choose to accept the gift.
2: Right. Right. right? And Many people have that difficult of receiving. Yes. They don't know how to receive. Yeah. So it's just about, and I, I was like that for a while, you know. Yeah. And it's about saying thank you without having anything extra to it. Just no, like, no, I don't really do that. As soon as you say that, you've gone out of acceptance and you've gone back down that lack rabbit hole. You bring up such a good point, Martin, because
1: gratitude is the doorway you step through to experience everything else you want in your life. Being in gratitude and continually staying in gratitude puts you in that space of flow and ease and grace, and you get to receive everything you want. So really that question, what could I be grateful for right now? What could I practice right now? What kind Mm -hmm. of perspective could I have right now? What kind of progress am I making right now in this moment? And feel that sense of gratitude, that welling gratitude. Mm -hmm. You know, that's so powerful. And, and I think the other thing that makes all the difference is that willingness to be in the unknown. Right? It's that golden buzzer moment, seconds <laughs> before the golden buzzer goes off. And, and you've seen those people on America's Got Talent, right? And they just performed and there's the judges and they're looking around and they're kind of confused and they don't know what's going to happen. And they're not sure if they're going to get buzzed off the stage or, or is this going to be something good? You know? And they're just like, huh? Yeah. And so we often find ourselves in this huh? space <laughs> and that's actually a really good space to be in. Because okay. it's kind of like you just toss the ball to the divine. You're like, okay it's,
2: okay, it's yours
1: now. It's the whole thing you were just talking about about
2: surrender. Surrender. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah. And, and you know the gratitude thing is 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 the foundation to everything. Yeah, absolutely. I wake up every morning, and I tell this to my clients all the time. Go out and buy a good notebook, like a Moleskine, something that's not just like one of these. Crazy things that you can easily care. You don't care if you lose or whatever. And write down three things you're grateful for. It could be anything. And then for me, I pray. I put on to fill in. I do the whole line yards. And when I'm wrapping it around my finger, the Hebrew words there are connecting me to God because He's betrothing Himself to me in those Hebrew words. All right. And then I say my mantra. I live incredibly full every day. Now I'm set. I'm set for the day to whatever's going to come. I'm open to it with gratitude and acceptance, as we talked about, and opportunity. Oh, that is so beautiful, Barton. I love that. What a fabulous way to start your
1: day. And the beautiful thing is it gets your attention on all the things that are lining up to support you with that, right? Yeah. And. You just tend to notice more things that are working for you because you set that intention at the beginning of your day. That's, that is brilliant. That's really, you know,
2: earlier I talked about when I was going through the divorce and through through the losing all thing, I talked, why does everything happen to me? Now I understand that things are happening through me. And that's the message everybody should think about. Are you letting things happen through you? So true.
1: So true. Wow. Martin, we could have this conversation for many, many hours, but I know I need to be respectful of your time. And you also, we were chatting a little bit before we started about your free gift. Could yeah. you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yes. So what I've done is I'm giving you the, the opportunity to get the cycle of A's on a sheet of paper so that you could work with it. Okay. And I made it very simple. I've come up with a website. It's called connectwithmartin.com. You can get the, you can get the, you can buy the cards there. You can buy my book there, but you could also get free gifts like the cycle of A's. Or if you're, if you, if you have a little bit of a, of a childhood in you, you know, a little bit of that uh, young uh, feeling, you could download a coloring book on the seven. Uh, it's also for kids. I have it for both. Seven tips you must teach your children about having an abundant warrior mindset
1: and the warrior
2: of the seven steps
1: that is brilliant that is brilliant and truly the warrior that you are fighting with within is it's the human side of you fighting with the higher self within with with your soul And yeah, so I love everything that you're doing. That is absolutely brilliant. And I can't wait to download three A's. I'm definitely going to have that front and center. And I want that deck because I'm going to be pulling from that deck every single day. Well, we always turn the tables on our guests here at The Abundance Journey because we know when we give is when we receive the most. So Martin, what can we do to support you?
2: Oh, thank you so much. I would say, uh, well, you could go to connectwithmartin.com. You can follow me on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, as a matter of fact, here's a great one. I just started a couple of months ago a YouTube channel, and I cook and coach at the same time.
1: I love that. That's
2: awesome. I'm definitely going to check out your YouTube, YouTube so channel. Just, and just and go subscribe. to YouTube and put in my name. Yeah. I'm Salama. And that's what I would love if all of your audience subscribed and made comments about what they like and what they don't like about what I'm cooking and what I'm saying awesome what a brilliant concept because you know what we all have to eat right yeah. <laughs> so that's that's a great way to And really- the cooking came as a result of my divorce because I moved an hour away and my kids were coming for me for, for for every other weekend for Shabbat and they didn't want to always go to my mother or my sisters for Shabbat dinner they're like dad we don't want to go. I was like, okay, if you, if you put up with me learning how to cook, it became a. I love it. Oh. I, I got married again five years ago to a wonderful woman who like who who cooks is very good, doesn't like it, and is working corporate. So I'm the cook in the family.
1: I love that. It's all about collaborating, bringing your strengths to the table, and right. seeing how you can really celebrate life together. Yep. What a huge concept. Martin, I cannot thank you enough for your time today. It's always a delight, always a pleasure chatting with you. And you've left me with a huge conundrum because everything you said was so brilliant. And now I have to pick just one thing to activate abundance <laughs> around, Make oh, my life difficult. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> You're awesome. Martin, thank you so much. Everybody else stick around because we are about to activate abundance. So are you ready to activate abundance in every single area of your life? You can get in flow with your business and your clients. It's as easy as you can imagine to create the kind of revenue you really want in your business. You can join me for the Abundance Journey six-week training and coaching program that help you turn your problems into prosperity. Just visit theabundancejourney.com to sign up for our next adventure. Wow, Martin, as usual, brought so much today to that conversation. What an incredibly generous soul and such a beautiful person. I love the way he looks at life and how he celebrates life. And, you know, there were so many things Martin said, but I'm going to pick out one that really, really spoke to me. So the first step with activating bodies is always gratitude. We always start with gratitude and you can feel that heart connection to Martin, can't you? I mean, he's such a genuine, authentic, real, roll your sleeves up, get going kind of guy and very practical in terms of how he helps people experience abundance. It's part of what I love about Martin. I love being connected to his energy and I love listening to him because he's always got great insights. I can't wait to watch his cooking videos. That's going to be amazing. Okay, so gratitude is step 1. Step 2 is acknowledge something you heard that maybe you just kind of got a new perspective on, a new insight, a new aha. And one of the things that Martin mentioned and it was a little bit in passing, he was talking about how often people don't give themselves recognition. They look for approval and appreciation from the outside. They're so dependent and very fearful of judgment. That's that's one of the biggest challenges that we have as human beings is learning to love ourselves and recognize ourselves. So, wow, what a difference that could make in our lives if we took the time to do that. So that's step two, is to acknowledge something you heard that really is important. And that self-recognition, that self-love is a big deal. Step three, appreciate the difference it can make in your life. I mean, imagine feeling completely whole, feeling completely there and present and grounded and centered and in complete collaboration with the divine. You, exactly as you are, with all your faults, all your foibles, all your hot buttons, all your skills, talents, and abilities, exactly who you are. No mistakes, no apologies. Who you are is brilliant and exactly what is needed in this moment. Just that feeling of total inner confidence and calm. And imagine being able to show up like that every day in every situation because you are so complete with self-recognition and self-approval and self-love. You don't have to worry about external judgment and you aren't desperate for validation. Sure, having somebody say thank you and all that is really nice, right? But you don't have to have it because you're able to look inside and notice who you are. Okay, so step one is gratitude. Step two is acknowledge something important. Step three is appreciate the difference it can make in your life. Step four is to activate it. And there's two different ways we activate. One way is to pull out your calendar and actually schedule time on your calendar to get something done. This one needs the other way. The second way to activate abundance is to come up with a trigger. Now, I generally like to pull on my earlobe as my trigger, but you could pinch a couple of fingers together, whatever it is that creates an anchor or a trigger, a reminder for you so that every single time you go into a conversation or you're about to have a conversation with somebody, you put those two fingers together and it's a reminder, you know what? I am whole and complete in who I am and I value who I am and who I'm being in the moment. You are that self-love and that self respect. And I got to tell you, the easiest way to do that, be grateful for the moment that you're in, acknowledge how you're showing up, what you're practicing, and appreciate the progress that you're making. It's not supposed to be perfect. It's supposed to be progress. Okay. So that is one of the fastest ways that you can activate abundance around self love and self approval And step five, celebrate your progress. This is what it looks like when it's working. How brilliant that Martin brought you this gift of self-love today. How could it get even better than this, right? This is Elaine Starling. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you for the next Abundance Journey.
0: You've been listening to The Abundance Journey Show with Elaine Starling.